0: Hey, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Padreplegics podcast. We have a very special guest for you today. But like always, I got to go through these housekeeping items that Eric makes us do every time. So again, when I tell you to call him with your complaints, tell him that these suck. All right. Our sponsors, Arizona Spinal Cord Injury Association. That doesn't suck. Azspinal.org. You can find them there. You can call them at 602 507-4209. 507 Ask for Eric. Call him at 3 a.m., 4 a.m. That's when he's most awake. That's when he likes to field phone calls about housekeeping items.
1: I mean, um,
0: no. You can find this podcast on YouTube. Also, azspinal.org forward slash podcast. Uh, we are on Spotify and iTunes, audio only. And also on Facebook and several groups, the Arizona Spinal Cord Injury Group, the I Use a Wheelchair, Yes, I Have a Life Group. Um, Don, Eric, and myself have 100-plus years of living with a disability. We are not medical professionals. I will repeat that for you. We are not medical professionals. So if you are having medical issues, please contact your doctor. We are merely here to discuss our experiences in life and tell you some things we've learned along the way and try to have fun at the same time. Um, Disclaimer, mature language and content. uh, Not by me. Mostly Eric and Don.
1: (laughs) Eric and Don
0: are the ones with with the foul mouths around here. Um, So, yeah, don't sue us please. If you sue anybody, again, like I told you many times before, sue Eric. He has all the monies. Um, AZ Spinal is looking for individuals with disabilities who are currently or have in the past used opiates to address chronic pain. They would like you to share your story. I, I have done this. Several other people have done this. It can be a very good tool for people who are in the process of it, um, trying to get away from it. All those different things. So, if you have experience with that, please contact Eric. Again, call him around 3 or 4 a.m. That's when he's most awake. I mean, and he'll be happy to answer and field your phone calls. All right. Oh, now, on to our guest. Today, I'm very pleased to welcome Jesse Strawham. Jesse is a super multi talented individual um, living with a disability. Uh, you can find her on so many different social media sites, but hashtag wheel with me and you'll be able to find her on those. Um, we will list all the other ones and her, and her store, her official store and everything. We'll put all that stuff in the, in the notes underneath. Um, Jesse, thank you.
1: Welcome.
2: Welcome. Thanks for having me guys.
1: That took a couple minutes, Sean
0: well do you keep adding to it what do you want me to do
2: you should have it pre-recorded so you don't have to worry about it ever
1: oh you know where that's not it? a bad I'm idea left, right up down where is he um she's in your lower uh i'm talking about you left, dude. Wow. <laughs> i'm in your upper left uh,
2: he's <laughs> over there yeah
0: <laughs>
3: so I tell him i agree with you uh, <laughs> I kind of like the live read because you add to it all the time.
1: <laughs> yeah, but you it's keep throwing me flavor. under the bus more and more, I noticed. I mean, yeah,
3: well, that's true. I think people like it.
1: I could be wrong. <laughs> well, they've yet to call me, so I guess it's not too bad <laughs> as far uh, as the suing goes. <laughs> yeah. Any of the other stuff, yeah, call me, but you feel free to lose my number when it comes to suing. I, I'd appreciate that. So we are very
0: pleased to welcome Jesse. Jesse. I don't know if you want to just give us a rundown of what your disability is, how you became disabled, maybe give us a little bit of, you know, a short synopsis of your story.
3: What's your story?
2: What's your story? We all have one, right? Uh, So in 2015, I was a passenger on a R1 woman, made a turn in front of us. And R1 is a crotch rocket for those that don't know. Um, The driver of the bike went through the woman's back window, broke his leg. I went over her SUV, breaking my back at T4, T7. I have a traumatic brain injury. Uh, My ribs punctured my lungs, nicked my spinal cord. So my ribs actually are what paralyzed me. And I coded twice and was resuscitated. So I live every single day feeling that luck that I'm still here.
1: (laughs) Wow. That's incredible. Yeah.
0: Glad, well, we're glad we're glad you're here that's for sure yeah absolutely hey and,
2: life life is late and so am i
0: <laughs> <laughs> you uh you definitely have a awesome personality and and people can definitely look up to you i know i follow you on instagram um that's how i got a hold of you on here i i love it i think it's awesome um the stuff that you do on there um do you want to talk a little bit about some of that stuff i know you with the, yeah the with me and, go ahead
2: so we just partnered Wheel with Me Foundation. That's we uh, we just partnered with iAccess Life. iAccess Life is a mobility app. So as wheelchair users, we create the database. But essentially, it's the Yelp for wheelchair users. You literally search somewhere in your city, and it has a full review from another wheelchair user on accessibility of the bathroom, parking, the facility itself, and then getting in the entrance of it. Because think of how many times it's accessible, but you can't get into it. And yeah. so we partnered with iAccess and Proposity, which is another app. We need people to follow Wheel With Me Foundation on Proposity. So, what happens is after we reach 600 followers on this app, we are able to grant newly injured individuals to the padded shower chair and extended shower head that insurance doesn't cover.
1: Very nice. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I don't
0: know what I'd do without my padded shower chair. That thing is
2: right? <laughs> Every time you go to a hotel and you have to use a hard one, you're like, Oh my gosh.
1: I travel that's with,
0: I travel a, with everywhere, yeah. everywhere.
1: That's a,
2: I go. That's a precious
1: store waiting that. to happen.
2: <laughs> right. Yeah. I don't, I mean, I, I just want to help people. That's what my whole entire platform is. Uh, some people call me the ambassador of hope. So I've kind of adopted that name. I, I, I just want others to see the opportunity within our struggle. You know, it sucks. There's days that being a wheelchair user can really just suck and that's just the way it is. But there's also days where it could be the greatest thing that ever happened to you. And the key is making it more of those good days. And so I've turned something that's supposed to be so shitty into an awesome opportunity. And I just want to help others, especially the newly injured individuals, people that just lost a loved one, someone going through a divorce. I just want to help other people overcome the things that they think are stopping them.
1: Awesome. Amen. Yeah, that is awesome.
3: Yeah. What's the name you of know,
2: the second app that
3: uh, people should sign up for?
2: Uh, Preposity. I mean, people should sign up for both because I access. that's just, it's so nice. I used it in New York City and there was some places that were already rated and so it made it easier to find somewhere that i could go in a city that's super inaccessible it's Mm. highly used in atlanta Uh, so that's another big city that i could go to and i have it i'm working on the database here in charlotte trying to get more people to sign up so we need people on iaccess rating and reviewing they also have an ambassador program i want a 75 dollars amazon gift card just for rating and reviewing places like they sign up for the ambassador program Get some money in your pocket to help you buy the things that you need off Amazon, and help create an accessible community for all of us. And then yeah, it's, Proposity—it's oh, a big ahead. thing
0: in Europe too. You know, like that. They they have a uh, they have that in Europe. I mean, it's a large database. I've used it several times when I was over there. Downloading um,
3: here right now. Is and, it the same
0: app? Um, different.
2: yeah, there's so many out there. I just, I'm really close friends with, uh, the creator by access. And I know the amount of work and passion he's put into it. And the app is just super user-friendly. I, I have no issues rating and reviewing. You see the stars you put in your comment. It makes it super user-friendly. And then proposity, I mean, you set up goals every single month or year for yourself to how much you want to donate to certain causes. And there's a ton of causes all over this app. Of course, wheel with me foundation needs you to follow us at least. And then if you want to support us, support us, but it's a really cool app to see what good people are doing in the world. And it really highlights the good. And that's something that a lot of people don't realize is the more good you take in, the more good you're going to put out and your life is just a lot more of a positive place to be. I, I, got two years into my injury and I changed my physical diet and my mental diet. And I always tell people the key was changing that mental diet because it completely transformed the way I looked at my life, disability, me as a woman, a person, a business owner, and my confidence has just went through the roof.
0: Especially in times like now, I mean, positivity is, is key, you know, I mean, that's kind of what we're trying to do here. You know, and it's kinda why we bring people like you on (laughs) is to help us try to spread a little bit of positivity where there's so much negativity around and it can it can get frustrating and get really difficult.
2: Oh, I'm not gonna lie, there was a couple really dark weeks there for a minute. I actually um, I just posted I'm working on my quarantine vlog. I'm starting to go through all my memory cards from over the last four months. And it's probably not going to be in order, but I'm posting it anyways. And I just posted the first episode on YouTube and I talk about mental health uh, and suicide awareness because obviously I I feel like we all contemplate that at one point, especially in those early days. And then Mm -hmm. I had lost a family member to it. I lost another family member this year. So things just continued to get dark for me. And it's being able to address that. I think a lot of people don't want to address their darkness and their demon to be able to pull themselves back out of it.
0: Yeah, I just lost somebody to that last week. It's um, so hard. Yeah, it's rough. That's definitely rough. And it's hard to, like, understand maybe what's possibly going in through somebody's head, right, thoughts that are going through their head to try to help them and be able to – and talk to them about it and try to help them move past, like, that that spot. Sometimes you don't even know, right? I mean, sometimes you don't know that they're even going through it. So, um, Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's rough. I'm still, I'm still processing for sure.
2: It's important to check in with each other. And I think we get so caught up in our everyday life that we forget to check in with ourselves. We forget to check in with others. And it's, it's having that awareness. Both times I lost the family member. I, I, my first feeling was jealousy and it was, it wasn't jealousy that they, were gone. It was more of jealousy that they no longer had to deal with their pain, their suffering and the things that made them feel that sad. I'm like, wow, to not be in pain anymore, you know, not to have to battle. But then obviously you pull yourself right back. You're like, reality check, you know, life is good. And it's not something that I could ever go through with because you do have that you leave. My mom says you pass your pain off on other people. And she's absolutely right. You're leaving so much pain when you pull that trigger and literally, or, you know, metaphorically. Right.
0: I agree. It's a tough spot. You know, a lot of people that are newly disabled, right. uh, They, they deal with these demons on a daily basis, you know, and I I know I had, I had days where I, you know, I was in rough shape too, you know, so it's, it's one of those things where I understand it. Um, it's not for me either, you know, (laughs) Um, but I understand it. I I can see how how dark things can get, and how quickly they can get that dark. You know,
2: it happens so fast, and then I, and if you don't have the mental strength or the mental training to check yourself and be like, whoa, 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 hey, that's not the road we're going down. You know, and it, it's just so important that we build that resilience. And I, whenever I peer mentor someone, the first thing I say is, hey, join these online support groups, get you some wheel friends. Because there's no replacement for being able to FaceTime that wheel friend and say, yo, you're not going to believe the shitty, literally shitty day I had today. And they're like, yo, girl, that happened to me last week. I shit all over my truck. And it's like, to be able to relate with the hard parts of this injury and the, the things that, especially in the beginning, that you're like, damn, I had control of this my entire life. And now I don't. And nobody understanding, they don't ever talk about what happens when you leave the hospital. So Wheel With Me Foundation's biggest goal is to build a transitional community to connect that disconnect. Because when you leave the hospital, you're you're set to go home and you don't have any of that support you had. It literally is going from full support to nothing. You have no mental support and it, it can, if you don't have the right support system within your family, it gets dark really quick. And there's got to be something more. There's got to be something for us to help In the beginning phases that molding phase of okay you're a person with a disability and this is how your life can look it can be full you can have a job you don't have to live on the system you don't have to rely on these things like you there's so much opportunity you could be an athlete you were never an athlete before but next thing you know you're going to the paralympics like you could dance you could become an actor you can become a speaker there's literally so much opportunity from this wheelchair and i wish that when you're in rehab they gave you more of that rather than sending you out on your way like all right here's a wheelchair good luck but it's because these individuals aren't living with it every day so what if newly injured people had the support from people living with it every day
0: that's something don does i mean i think don that's what you do for a job right
3: well I, i absolutely love that idea yeah so um what i do is i do early intervention so i go out to rehab hospitals and meet with people and do some early uh, mentoring with them and try to match them up. But what you said is so true because when I was injured in eons ago, it was 1982, um, I had almost seven months of rehab after I had two months of acute hospital and then uh, about seven months total of rehab. So we had time in there to have people come in and talk to us and mentor us and go out on outings. We went to concerts, we went to restaurants, you know, we had a chance to, to do that kind of transitional stuff that you're talking about. And now with insurance the way it is, um, you know, somebody with my same injury would probably be out in a few weeks, eight weeks, maybe, if they were lucky. So there's no time. I mean, you're barely physically stable, not even close to mentally there. And uh, so, yeah, the idea of a transitional place is an, an awesome idea. Yeah, no. And you're,
2: they don't give you time to get, they don't teach you how to function in a place that's not completely adapted to you. And I think that's my biggest issue. Right. My biggest issue with rehab is they're so scared of a lawsuit that they aren't willing to let the individual take risks. And they teach you to be scared of falling. You're scared of this. Like, you're, I feel like you're taught to be scared of so much. And I was, I was actually talking to the coordinator of Carolina's rehab and he's like, I feel like we teach you how to fall. I'm like, when there's a PT there, but you make it like with no one's around, it's the worst thing that can happen to you if you fall. And it, it makes you timid to try different things because it's like, well, don't do this if I'm not around. Don't do this if I'm not around. Don't try this if I'm not around because you're so scared of a lawsuit that when no one's around, I'm like, oh, do I transfer? Can I transfer? Should I do this? And peer mentoring, Don, I'm sure you see this, when you're peer mentoring post-rehab and you're going into these individuals' homes and you're working with them, you're seeing this timid aspect of, well, I'm scared to transfer, there's no one here. What if I fall? What if I fall? And it's like, you figure it out at that point and there needs, that resilience of you figure it out when it happens, needs to be taught in the very beginning.
3: Yeah, absolutely yeah.
1: so back when i was a kid just to share a story to re- to get that uh point across this back when i was a kid i lived out in the country and up in minnesota and i walked on half canes and i walked out to the middle of a field where there's nothing to lean up against and i fell on purpose and i spent the l- next half an hour to hour figuring out how to get up on that cane and, and, and it was tough. I mean, it was tough. I was exhausted when I was done, but I did get up and you know, I was, I was encouraged as I grew up uh, to, to figure out how to work through whatever. I mean, when I was going to college up in Duluth, I had to go through snowdrifts. I was a, I was also oh a, yeah, I was also a, uh, I was also a, a custodian. I was mopping floors with, in a wheelchair. You know, and I was figuring all that stuff out. And so, you know, it, it, I, I agree. I think, the, I think you know, so what the hospital, you know, they're they're afraid of lawsuits. Of, yeah, I, I would imagine. But, and I, agree, I totally agree. I think, you know, people learning that they can do whatever they want to do is, is so important. What were you thinking, Sean?
0: <laughs> I just picture you—you mopping floors. I I yeah. was.
1: So thinking,
0: I, mop 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 all day long.
1: Mop mop <laughs> mop while I sing this song. Go to work. I so when I was mop the floors, I would do it like I was dancing, and so I would like the wheelchair would go one way, and the oh mop oh would God. go the other way, and then I just i was i was it's like using with a price.
2: shopping cart yeah seriously
1: fly on the wall in that place man i tell you what <laughs> yeah i
0: uh would be worth the
1: price of admission yeah like shopping carts did you know that if you if you weeble wobble them like this you can actually get them going pretty fast down the aisle and you don't have
2: to push yeah yeah you
1: don't have to push i mean that's amazing you know that's not something they really teach but you know no. It's
2: amazing stuff. I always
1: get the, like, the, the, the good wheel. You know, If you get one of the wobbly wheels, it doesn't work so well. But if you get the yeah. good wheel, it works.
0: I agree with you totally. I mean, I think I've learned the most from fucking up.
2: And, and also from this community. I mean, when I first got home, I'm telling you, I'm not exaggerating. At least once a week, if not twice a week, I was on the ground. And I'm in support groups. I'm like, somebody teach me how to do a floor transfer. And I don't know if y'all know Daryl Tate. He's a crazy guy, rides snowmobiles. He's from uh, Yukon, Canada. Uh, Does wheelchair mags. Has one of those cool electric bikes. Have you seen those? Those things are sick too. The off-road bike. Um, But I would FaceTime Daryl on the floor and he would... Do, he'd get on the floor with me on FaceTime and teach me three different ways to do this floor transfer and then just cheer for me as I'm trying to do it. And that's, that's how I learned.
3: That's cool. That's super cool. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. I agree, yeah. This community needs to help each other and stay connected.
2: I, my biggest thing right now is collaborate, don't compete, because I feel like there's so much unspoken competition Mm. within this community right now everybody wants to be number one everybody wants to be on top and it's like y'all we're all trying i'm talking influencers mostly like we're all trying to do the same thing we have the same goal in mind within this disabled community imagine if all of the top female influencers came together and created an event an empowerment event for the wheel community as a whole not just women but the community as a whole like what if the top people came together why are we competing against one another when we can collaborate on something so good for our community and make a massive difference
3: yeah
1: i think the reason why we don't compete like quadriplegics, because uh well there's no reason to we have no reason no. to compete i mean we want everyone and we we, we literally started this because we wanted to increase awareness is really what it came down to is like we want we want people to unite and work together and that's really a lot of what this is about. And plus, we thought it'd just be cool to do a podcast. So you know,
2: it's fun. You get to meet all kinds of different people. Um, Don, I do have a follow up question for you. So, do you do your post uh, rehab peer mentoring through an organization, or do you have your own?
3: I work for Ability Three Hundred and Sixty, which is a center for. I, the- <laughs>
2: The most accessible gym in the country. Don't even get me started. I Absolutely. love that place. I love that place so much.
3: Yeah, so you have to come back real soon.
2: I my my best friend lives in Peoria.
3: Okay. Yeah, so I, I work through them, and I'm also um, affiliated with the Spinal Cord Arizona Spinal Cord Association. So is that through
2: uh, United Spinal?
3: No, we're we're uh, we're a different organization. Okay. Uh, we're a chap. We're a chapter of the Christopher and Dana Reeve Foundation. Okay. So,
2: nice. But yeah.
3: Um, and we take backpacks out with all kinds of information, try to hook them up with mentors. Um, you know, along those lines about the, the rehabs being so afraid, they've also locked down a lot with all the HIPAA stuff. So over the years, it's become more and more difficult to get in and to really be part of their rehab team. Yep. And, that, to me, is also a shame. So when you're talking, again, a transitional program, I mean, that makes all the sense in the world. And I, I hope we can partner together to get that going.
2: I in Arizona take, I'll t- i I'll take all the partnerships I can get. Yeah, I, I, don't want, I don't want this to be a one-man thing. Like Wheel With Me Foundation, I want it to be our community coming together to make a difference. It's, yeah. I, I don't, I'm a paraplegic. And I know what it's like to be a paraplegic. I can't tell somebody how to live independently with a higher level injury. Shoot. Even now I was a T4 when I started. I can't tell somebody with a T4 injury how to live because I have full balance now. And it's like. You got full like, balance.
1: That's cool. Uh,
2: yeah. It's what? sick. Uh, get, I'm like I a weeble <laughs> oh, When I'm on my, well, the information that they don't give you when you're in rehab as a woman, when I'm on my cycle, I go back to being a T4 injury. I have no balance. My legs don't work at all. I have crazy nerve pain. I either am super constipated or I get diarrhea. My body just feels different, but you know, if you pay attention to your body, you know when it's coming, but no one tells you, Hey, when your cycle comes, you know, you might have increased nerve pain. You might feel achy. Things might not, you might think something's wrong, but really it's just your period coming. And nobody tells you that. Nobody thinks to tell you that because they're not living with it every day. They don't know what happens. And it just it's such a game changer to be trained how to be a wheelchair user by a wheelchair user.
0: Yep. That's the truth. Speaking gospel over here. That's why we <laughs> want you uh fantastic. Um. Well the
2: other the other thing I'm sorry. Go ahead. Okay. Okay, not a problem. I got way too excited. Um, Going after it, just doing it. If you have a goal, just do it. So I had a friend back in December. She's like, hey, this local talent agency is having an open casting call. She's able bodied. She's like, come with me. You have nothing to lose. Come with me. I'm like, I don't know how to act, I don't know what I'm doing. So I go, she tells me what a slate is. I had no idea. tells me right before i go in i do this cold read audition they give me a call back they then send me to acting classes and sign me so i'm a signed actor i take a i take weekly acting classes i train weekly continue and improve and i just signed my second contract since being signed in january for another role so i have a role in a series called date me it's written by kristen beal who's a wheelchair user she did an experiment where she went on like 30 dates in 70 days, something like that. And you get the best of the best, you know, people. She she did um, one experiment where she didn't tell the guy she was in her wheelchair. And you can imagine how that came out.
1: (laughs) That had to be interesting as heck.
2: Right. But I don't want to give it away because the show's going to come out next month. It's the pilot. But I got to act in that. And now I'm in another series about COVID. Um, I'm rosemary and I have the antibodies for COVID-19, but they're letting us write our role. They and didn't so,
1: really name you rosemary, did they?
2: That's the, that's the name. It's there's seven Rosemaries in the cu- world that have the antibodies and it's, they're all named rosemary. But okay. the whole thing is they let you, they're letting me write my own script. So I'm using this as an opportunity to say, Hey, just because I'm a wheelchair user, my antibodies are still good enough. And like my whole thing is society saying that because I have a disability, I'm not good enough. It's not the same as an able-bodied person. And I'm trying to fight that stereotype. And so I get to write this role into that. Okay.
1: That's great. The, 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 reason, why, the reason why I bring up Rosemary, I, I, I'm a little more, a little more older than everyone else here. Have you ever heard of Rosemary's baby? No. I've seen it. Oh, okay. Okay, that's where Rosemary is famous from. Just to let you know, it's it's it's. Give it a watch. Yep, give it a watch. I don't want to ruin it for you. Give it a watch. On time. It's good.
2: Have you Have you guys seen my schedule? It's kind of crazy.
0: That's good. But look, busy, being busy like that's good too. You know, that's another thing. Like I think that helped me be able to move through and and work through, not even really caring about being disabled anymore, right? Like is is finding things that you're interested in. Like you look at all four of us, all four of us all have different jobs. All four of us have different interests. I think me and you have one same interest in riding side by sides, but you race them. I'm not there yet.
2: I don't I race them. anymore.
0: <laughs> um but you know, like I'm I'm an MMA judge, right? He's a a counselor. He's an early intervention coordinator you're a business owner i mean it's you there's things you can do. You just have to put your mind to it and and keep yourself busy and work hard the same way you would do for anything else right
2: and consistently work at it. I think that's the biggest piece that people miss it's they don't get that instant gratification of it happening right this second, and so they just quit rather than consistently working at it i It's so funny today I wake up I get on um Instagram and I'm on my profile looking at something and I'm like holy shit I have a blue check mark I have the blue check mark yo I've been I applied for this blue check mark every 30 days for the last two years Uh way to go (laughs) and I finally but I was like I was pumped because it I finally it was like a representation of seeing my consistency pay off and it was that reiteration that everything I'm doing right now is going to get me to where I want to be. I'm taking four college classes to finish my associates. I have to apply for my undergrad yet. I am working on getting the 501c3, everything transferred to North Carolina, reapplying for it all here in North Carolina. I Um, have the business. I'm acting. I work four hours a day for a fitness clothing company responding to their customer service emails. So I do actually have a job as well. I'm running my business. I'm getting orders shipped out. I have this board behind me. If you can see, it's pretty much almost full. That's all of my goals for the month of August. That's awesome! Wow. We impressive. We can do it. Like that's that's, that's yeah. my whole point is we could literally do anything we set our mind to. It's just getting clear about your intentions. What it, you have to find what you're passionate about, and your passion might not be the same as it was before you were injured, and that's fine. It's okay to take a different path with your life. It doesn't have to be the life that you always pictured for it to be a good life.
0: Absolutely. I know I grew into mine. I mean, my passions weren't the same thing that they were, you know, I mean, I was a completely different individual at 18 years old when I got injured than I am now and I have completely different interests and all. So, I mean, it it takes time. You need to learn yourself, you know, it,
1: So it's hard enough to do when you're, what'd you say? Would you call yourself an adult now? I mean, I'm just asking.
0: I don't act like it. Yeah. I don't want to act like it. I don't want (laughs) to act like it. You know, it keeps me young. Don't let the
1: gray beard fool you, fellas.
2: (laughs) Have you guys done any lobbying work?
1: Uh, I haven't. um, Well, uh, yeah, no, I I I, I haven't. Um, I I belong to a five hundred one c three, and one of the things with the five hundred one c three is you're not allowed to get politically involved. So you, um, so that's one thing to know. Um, you have to be like a what's ability three hundred and sixty done? Are they a c four? Because they can uh, they they have an advocacy aspect of their organization.
2: Right. So as an individual, you can't get involved.
1: Like, organ I'm,
2: I'm not talking with an organization. Like, I'm just talking, there's an organization that goes and lobbies for change. I'm trying, is it Spinalpedia? It's something related to that. But they go to D.C. and do the um, role on Cap- Capitol Hill every year.
1: Because because I work for a specific organization that is a, a, a C3, um, I, I I guess I choose not to because it, the the lines can really blur sometimes, you know, especially, well, I can't wear any promotional stuff. I suppose I could do it on my own if I wanted to, as long as I didn't mention that I worked for that organization.
2: It's Uh, an adrenaline rush. I totally recommend it. uh, I went with uh, the trauma center. Go ahead, Don.
3: uh, Nickel national council on independent living. They have their uh, yearly conference there in DC. So we've done the March on Washington. We've met with legislators. um, And, you know, tried to, made some difference, you know, advocating. And I, in the past, I've done it here locally as well. But um, it's not, I don't know, it's not my thing. You know, some people really have a passion for it. Um, Yeah, (laughs) sounds like it, so, no, that's great. We need more people like you. I mean, really, you think about the elections coming up, if we put all our power together, the, the block of people with disabilities, could change everything. So if we just were organized and had some direction. So bring it up, <laughs> that's, that's, no, that's Put that on have, you,
2: have you guys, well, that's, I do. I, I would like to, at one point, have you seen um, Madison Cawthorn? He's running for the 11th Congressional District here in North Carolina. He's only been paralyzed for five years. Kid's 25, youngest person in America to be running for congress and he's like making history and his beliefs like this dude is incredible Mm -hmm. and it's just been so fun and you just feel as a you know as a person with a disability you feel so proud to see your community going in and like you know what i don't like what's happening so i'm gonna change it i'm like that's what i want to do i'm in
0: (laughs) yeah my brother showed me him my brother showed me him uh, a couple months ago a month ago or so he's a he's he's definitely an impressive impressive dude impressive guy
2: i hope, he, I hope he wins and i hope he can make
0: some changes you know heck yeah,
2: absolutely yeah it'd be
0: nice to be represented in, in, in those <sighs> in those debates and those talks right
3: yeah we have a state uh representative here uh jennifer longden who's a chair user for the spinal cord injury she's mm-hmm. really impressive as well i don't know if you've met her or found no her right now, but she's She's definitely right up your alley as well. She's a go-getter, so yep. you might want to look her up as well.
2: I'm taking um, I'm taking American politics, myth and human culture, uh, microeconomics, and geography this semester, and because I'm just like I want to develop my. I think I want to go. I think my passion's politics.
1: <laughs> you know, if I may throw this out there, because uh, because I would be doing myself an injustice. Uh, I know people that uh, become social workers, and they have two different paths they can go. There's one where they go to personal behavioral health, work with children, work with elderly, that sort of thing. But the other side is politics. And social work is a great platform to move into the political arena. So,
2: so my long-term goal is actually a PhD in psych. Or an MD. I'm well, um, undecided what I'm um, yeah. undecided which one's gonna serve me best. I really want to do clinical trials on the power of our mind in relation to healing from trauma.
1: Yeah. Okay. Or law,
0: you know, if you get a law degree, you can be in politics. They just let you in. They just let you in if you got a law degree. <laughs> They're you just know, like huh? you have law, you're good. <laughs> I yeah. can't I can't do it. Or just so get boring. a billion dollars. A billion dollars or a lot of green. I'll let you. I'll let you. Hey,
2: that's the acting career. I'm hoping there to bring is. that yeah. in. You know.
0: <laughs> yeah,
3: bring on the big money. That's right.
0: Look, I know. I know we're not. We're we're kind of pushing on time here, but I I do wanted to kind of move this into stuff that we've been doing lately, as far as relationship series that we have going on. Um, you know, we've talked with multiple other people about. How relationships have worked for them. Um, maybe you can discuss with us if, you, if you feel inclined, um, your some of your experiences maybe in relationships. Maybe some advice you might be able to give to others who are dating and or married or any of the sort.
2: So personally, I when I first got injured, I wish I would have taken a break from relationships and really taking some time to focus on me. Instead, I hopped right into a relationship from another, and I kind of continued that, continued that, and then I got on this path of self-love and self-care. And I'm like, hmm, maybe I should learn how to be alone. So I tried that, but then got talked into a relationship. You know how that works out. (laughs) (laughs) ended up being with a nurse for two years, and he – is a great guy don't get me wrong um but definitely showed me everything i didn't want in a relationship and so are you guys familiar with wheels to walking richard Corbett? you should if you're not get familiar with them get him on here because he's a rad dude too um but wheels to walking he does videos for newly injured we did a whole transfer video he's like get really clear about what it is you want in a relationship what you want in a partner what you want that to look like all of it from beginning to end. And so I have this big, long list of what I want, but I've decided to actually just get in a serious relationship with my goals. But I think there's this misconception that relationships have to be different. People have to wait on you and take care of you. And that's not, you do not have to let a relationship steal your independence, but you have to be the person in control of that because it's really easy for an able-bodied person to go overboard, helping you and, and, help you more than you necessarily need. And you let that happen. And then you become dependent on that. And the next thing you know, when you're like, I'm not happy in the situation, but I don't know how to get out of it because I depend on them. And you never want to put yourself in that situation. Your independence is the most important thing that you have as a person with a disability. And you could not let anyone take that from you because it can get taken quickly.
0: Yeah, I know we spoke, we spoke about this last week, or I think last week or two, week, maybe a couple, a couple videos ago, and I'm adamant with that. I, mean, I don't let anybody who I'm in a relationship with or dating do any care for me whatsoever unless we go on vacation or something together, right? Like we want to be alone and go on vacation or something like that. But otherwise, I have people to do that. That's part of me. That's part of my independence. That's part of my life you know and I can take care of that and still be in a relationship with you. You don't have to do that. Um I think that really blurs a lot of lines and like you said makes it very difficult in many circumstances to be successful and or if you get in a bad spot to get out. And it, you know it it can lead to a lot of very dangerous things for people mentally, physically, emotionally all those type of things so I think you're right on target with that
2: and you know people it when someone does those really personal things for you that come with this injury it almost like you said blurs that line so then when you do have a crap day within your injury you end up taking it out on that person instead so then you're you're destroying the relationship that you had to begin with because you're taking all of your frustration out on them and they become your human punching bag.
0: It's true. Yep. It's it, Cause they're the easiest person to take that, you know, to put that on, you know, cause they're the one that's around. They're the one that's helping you. They're the one that's doing all that. So they're the easiest person to vent to, but it, they don't necessarily see it as venting sometimes, you know, like sometimes, and I have this, with a lot of people in my life, right? Like, I, sometimes I just wanna say that shit sucks. It like, doesn't mean I, don't, I want you to help me or I want you to change it or to, to do something magical and pull a rabbit out of your asshole and tell me it's great, right? I just wanna tell you that it sucks, that's it.
3: Like,
2: some days just suck and just let me, let me get it out that damn it, I'm having a bad day as a human being. Forget my disability, right? it's just about being a human being. And the other thing is, when you're dating, forget your disability. Like, obviously you want to tell people and you, you want, when you get into a relationship, let people know the shit that comes with it. But don't ever lower your standards because you're disabled. There's no reason that you can't have the person that you want, that you have for yourself. You don't have to settle for somebody less than what you deserve, and don't forget your worth. Your disability does not determine your worth. You do. Do not let anyone else's opinion, judgment, don't let it control your life, because it's just an opinion. We all have them. They're like assholes, and some of them stink worse than others. So don't, don't, don't take a- up
3: <laughs> Yeah, right. It's all right, <laughs> oh,
2: my yeah. Out. To- Amen. Preach. <laughs> you know. I got too excited. <laughs> Everything out.
1: You know, with listening, I do have a comment on that. Um, I've found um, that a lot of times people just want to fix it. You know, they just want to fi- Like I tell them the problem, just like you said, Sean, you know, if you're having a shitty day, well, you know, what can I do to help? What can I do to fix it? What kind of nothing? There's nothing to do. It's just, it's a shitty day and that's it. So, yeah. I, and a I lot could use people an able bodied
0: person right now to fix my effing blinds.
3: Yeah, I got a light, light
0: streak. streak going right under my eye. I got to keep. Ah, I'm like yeah. bobbing and weaving this light streak.
1: <laughs> You're definitely getting laser beamed. I know, <laughs> but anyway, sorry. What were you, I? I didn't mean to interrupt. Sorry. No, no, no. I was just, I was just reiterating uh, what you had already said about about listening. You know it, and and this is a general relationship issue. To tell you the truth, it's not just a, I have a disability issue. It's a you know, a lot of, a lot of couples, you know, they get into this, you know, one person complains, the other person tries to fix it. And the other person's like, "Will you just listen, I just need to have a horrible day. And, you know, it's just, so these are just regular relationship issues, really what it comes down to. And, and so, uh, yeah.
2: Comes down to you just want somebody to share the good and the bad with. If I'm having a good day and shit's going great, let's celebrate. But if I'm having a bad day, let me have that bad day. But please just let me bitch about it without you being like, well, what can we do? I I don't know what to tell you. That was my ex's favorite line. I don't know what to tell you. Anytime I just, I say anything, well, I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to tell you, Jess. You know what? I don't tell you. There's the door. I'm fucking done. (laughs) You cannot, you cannot... (laughs) you can't let somebody make you feel less than or make you feel dumb or make you, and it's not that they're making you feel that way. You're letting them make you feel that way. And you cannot let people make you feel less than human, not good enough. Don't, don't let anyone else determine your self-worth. And I think that's just important in life in general, uh, friends, relationships, romantic or personal, you know, it just, you can't. You cannot let people make you feel, or let you make yourself feel bad.
0: True that. Look, I know. I know. I wanted to get into this. I know you have a calendar coming out. So, I, uh-huh. you know,
2: do you see it back there? That's that's this year's. So hold on. I'll give you guys. I'll be right back. Don't
0: go far. All right. All right. Yeah, she's got a calendar coming. But now out.
3: you can see the whole uh, agenda for the, the month. Wow. Uh-huh.
0: There it is.
2: So last year, I think,
0: year, um, I think cool. it's super cool. I know before you, before you jump into it, I think it's super cool how you are not afraid whatsoever to show that individuals with disabilities still have sexual needs, desires, and are, and can be sexy people.
2: I think so, that's right. important that that yeah. representation and honestly, Everything I do is, for 22-year-old me, I want to make it easier to find. So when I did that Google search of spinal cord injury, things other than research came up. I don't give it – honestly, I understand research is going to take us places, but I could give a shit less about research that's not going to affect me or these mobility products that I can never afford are or, or really just not productive for day-to-day life. What I care about is seeing people doing shit that I would want to do, seeing people be successful within their disability. And I am just being what I needed at that age. So I created this calendar last, this is the 2020 version. Um, I'm just going to give you the snake peek. On the back, it had all of the photographers in it, all the different photos. I created the whole thing cover to cover. I did each date, each holiday, uh, each month. I literally... I, the only thing that wasn't mine was the photos themselves. People volunteered their time and their resources and their talent. And I was like, screw it, I'm putting a calendar out. And I sold all of them except for this one and the one on my wall.
0: But we need a podiplagic one. Uh, We uh, we need one to hang up on on our walls so we can
1: show it. 2021, I guess. Oh. That's a great idea.
0: Look, Eric, Eric's got so many things on his wall behind him. I don't know if he could fit it in there. I
2: know, oh. I know, right? His <laughs> walls are so full. The, I mean, honestly, the, the coolest part about it to me is that there's monthly motivation in it. And so it's just each month, it gives you something to help continue to develop yourself. It's like, hey, check in. What have you done? Okay, let that, if you didn't do anything, let it go. If you did, build on that momentum. Let's get you to where you want to be. Let's figure out what your dreams are. That is my my purpose. I just want people to understand that they can live whatever life they want to live. They can be whoever they want to be. Hopefully, it's a good person. And they can literally accomplish whatever they want to accomplish.
1: Hopefully, hopefully.
2: <laughs> Some Maybe. people Maybe. are assholes, honestly. There, there
1: are assholes out
3: here, <laughs> for sure.
2: I don't have time for it. <laughs>
1: um. I've been hearing some language that you've been speaking, um, in a certain way. Do you practice mindfulness or meditation or that sort of thing? Cause it kind of, sounds... call, me,
2: call me out like that.
1: <laughs> it kind of sounds like you do.
2: <laughs> mindfulness is an every single day practice. I think it's super, super important. I'm going to give you a quick story of how I realized how important mindfulness is. I was obviously pre COVID on my way to the airport got stuck in traffic, and I'm like, I don't even feel like driving to the airport. I don't want to sit TSA. I don't even feel like having them swab my hands because I have pre-check, and I'm just like, I'm literally bitching about the fact that it's a Tuesday afternoon, and I'm flying out to go speak, and literally, I bitched for five minutes. I'm sitting in traffic, and I was pissed, and then I'm like, I stopped, and I heard myself, and I'm like, it's a Tuesday afternoon. You're getting on a plane to go speak to a group of people that want to hear what you have to say. What the hell are you complaining about? And it's so important that we check ourselves in those moments. Like, if you're talking one, if you're talking down to yourself or if you're bitching about your circumstances, you've got to check yourself. It's so, again, what you put out, what you get back. And so then the minute I'm like, you know what? I get to do this. I get to travel. I'm so excited. And I changed my whole mindset. And it was like a hand lifted the traffic and moved it and I literally had a clear way all the way to the airport. It's crazy how direct our mindset affects every single day's life.
1: Yep it's right up your alley Eric. Yeah there you
3: go.
2: (laughs) Totally there. Yeah
1: no I've been meditating for since 1990 1990 so dang yeah 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 so there's a lot of in fact i'm going to be starting a mindfulness course in the uh, near future here. so I like it um but yeah i you, people who do mindfulness they have a certain speaky speaking <laughs> with them you know they talk <laughs> in certain ways They're all language. Sure. yeah it's a secret language it's like a handshake you know
2: <laughs> it's so it's honestly being mindful i i do meditate nightly um Typically one to five minutes, my meditation skills are not anywhere near where my mindfulness is, Um, but mindfulness is something that I'm just, I'm on daily gratitude. I think gratitude is so, so important. And then checking in with yourself on what you're passionate about and what's driving you and just staying aligned with what it is you want. We don't, we say we want one thing, but then we don't check back in with it. It's like, I want this, but then you're not, you're not continuing to nurture it. And I feel like my garden honestly taught me a lot about nurturing growth., <laughs>
3: yeah. that's
1: very cool. that's very cool. Um, you know i I absolutely agree. I think the uh I think the daily gratitudes, you know the daily affirmations, they can really be they can really change one's outlook and really help one to have a, a wonderful day, you know, instead of just having a, a horrible day or just a day it can be very rewarding day, even though it may be small interactions. Um, So it can be, it can be uh, wonderful. And what it does, I think is it gets you in line with your life, you know, it gets you in line with what you're doing and just that daily discipline, gets your mind flexing it towards where you want to go and how you want to be. So I think that's wonderful. And as far as the meditation goes, it'll come. I mean, (sighs) you're still young it takes a long time to develop the time like i can do about an hour but i can tell you it it's taken me since 1990 since 1990 of meditating all the time to get to this hour and and stillness is definitely a, a way to do is kind of like one of the goals but the foundational stuff that you're doing will set it up so that you can experience greater stillness as you move on. So, I mean, you're you're moving in the right direction. So, it sounds
3: awesome.
2: I'm I'm honestly more shocked that you've been meditating longer than I've been alive.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, did you just call me old? <laughs> I- <laughs>
2: I'm like, wow. That was was the nicest.
1: That was the nicest shot I ever got. Good lord. Oh, that that hurt. Oh my chin. Right between the eyes. Oh, she set me up so good on that one. Oh my god. Longer than I've been alive.
3: Fantastic. Sample that. I
2: didn't Uh, I didn't mean it like that, but it just I'm just like because it, now, obviously, meditation's like the it's the popular thing to do. It's the in thing to do. So how people perceived you back then in, the, in your views on that, I'm sure you've seen the adapting and how many more people implement meditation into their life. I just think that's, I'm, I meant it as it's powerful. <laughs> like,
1: uh, are you sure? Because it sounded like it was, you're old. You're really, you're dirt. You're like dirt old.
2: Honestly, that was for Sean.
1: Um. <laughs> <laughs> well you know the one thing with meditation i tell you how i got uh just real quick i tell you how i got started um so wh- when i was training for the uh, paralympics i needed a place for my mind to go and um i was in college but i wasn't exercising my mind the way i needed to and so i started doing meditation and i st- i started by trying astral projection believe it or not and then after that, it developed into more of a more of a meditation after that. And boy, once I got into figuring that out and kind of and I explored, I explored all kinds of ways to meditate. I mean, there's there's so many different ways to meditate because you set your intent. When you set your intent, that guides your meditation so that when you get to it's kind of like setting up your roller coaster. You you set your intent that designs your roller coaster of where your mind's gonna go when you sit back and you just relax and let it do what it's going to do and so um i've i've explored the heck out of that stuff and uh so yeah um but yeah i've been doing it a long time older than you
2: <laughs> you said you said para, when you were training for the paralympics that's when i implemented it as well when i was training for the um national team for wheelchair curling and got it. i needed i needed something to with everything else i have going on i'm like every time i get on the ice i cannot be thinking about what i have outside of this so i would spend yeah. you know a, i would do a minute before i got on the ice but i was really when i was training regularly for curling that's when my meditation was at its but i'm trying i'm really working hard to get back into it and i've been pretty consistent for the last two months i'm pretty proud of myself that's the thing you just have to celebrate your wins too
1: yeah and, you know, one thing that um, I can attribute my success in swimming was um, learning how to look at how to do the same thing I was doing every day differently. You know, I was doing uh, the breaststroke swim. That's what I went to the Paralympics for. And, uh, you know, initially you think, okay, push out your arms and then pull them in. Well, I focus so much on the push aspect from here to here. And that became so much of my focus, and I used to focus on pulling in like this. I got so fast at pushing forward that that's where I gained my speed, and so that's how I was able to do it because I just looked at the stroke differently in my own mind, and then I created visualizations like, Yay. you know, like I the tiger sort of stuff, you know, like I visualize a tiger and you know that sort of thing, and. So, yeah, and it really worked. Uh, it really worked. So, I was able to do, I was able to, to go to a very high level.
2: So. It's, I practiced more. I was on the national developmental team for three years. And so, I practiced more off the ice because we didn't have ice for three months out of the year. So, I would be doing my full delivery, setup, shot, everything, but I'd be in my bedroom. Mm. and it's it because you you can visualize you get it's it's a feeling when you're doing a sport like that it's it's a feeling more than it is the actual action because you've done it so many times but you know which feeling is going to be the best result or the best outcome
3: yeah and
2: so if you could just continue to recreate that where it's just effortless you pull up to the stone it's like all right i've got this and you shoot it you know same thing with swimming i'm sure right
1: oh yeah it's all body you know um when i was teaching swimming it was all about okay you know let's teach you to do it the right way right away that way you don't develop the bad habits because the bad habits are really hard to change once you get those ingrained and um i mean i had a couple bad habits right before i went and it was tough i had to train out of it and i had a train a whole new muscle group and you know it's amazing because we get into these <laughs> specific muscle groups and so yeah i could talk a long time about this and I know. that's not what this Wait. show is about
2: <laughs> do you live in arizona
1: yes i do do mm-hmm. you
2: give swimming le- I, I didn't know how to swim before i was injured i'm obviously a super shitty swimmer now i wear a life jacket anytime i get in the water swimming pool everything i need swimming lessons from somebody that's paralyzed
1: <laughs> um i mean i, I don't ask him or
2: disabled <laughs> i disabled. Could.
1: i mean the first thing we learn is how not to drown so first
0: thing you learn is float or sink to the bottom of the pool yeah <laughs> learn how learn how to
1: sink to the bottom and come back up no <laughs> I mean, um the, no the first things the first things we learn is doing like the dead man's float and doing like the effortless float like there's this one float you can do where you turn your head up like this and you take a big breath of air and you puff your chest out and you pull your shoulders back and you're able to stay afloat like this. And you go under a little bit, but then you can just do just little hand flips like this and they just pull you right back up. You take your breath and it allows you to stay in, in, in these sort of mm. positions and survive for a long time you in the water. First,
3: well, your first lesson.
1: Yep. You, have
3: to you have to come out again, Jesse.
2: I, oh, I definitely, I think I'm planning um, December, just depending on COVID. Oh, okay. sorry. Um, but December, depending on COVID, uh, is when I'm I'm planning to come out. And like I said, my best friend lives in Peoria, so that's where I'll I'll be.
1: I don't know if the pool is going to be open at the Ability Center. Uh, the that's Ability right. Center, yeah, Center. They close around November. They do. But you know what? A pool. Let's hate it. Ooh, you do have a heated pool, pool party. And i want to go <laughs> cool. we're gonna have to do a quadriplegics remote um, It'll be a triple p quadriplegics pool party
2: well, oh, oh yeah i'm in i'm in we definitely need to like do this live could you imagine i do want to i want to um, that would be fun i'm starting a social media growth course I'm gonna it's 25 bucks for the first phase um but I do want to say Eric you should do live meditations share it in support groups help our community because what meditation does for mental health and depression I I was in a clinical trial with it and it's just as the results were Oh amazing.
1: The, re- the research on meditation is undeniable. I mean, it's undeniable. Everyone can benefit from meditation. It's not easy to do, but there's tricks to it. There are tricks to it. So, um
2: literally it, go live in social media in groups and do this and 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 do this and put the live on your Instagram TV you'd
1: so have people can start come back an to it Instagram first. Exactly. You know, Instagram? I need I see this who are I was, you? I, I was around before Either Instagram was around, okay?
2: Look, I remember not having internet as a kid, so I'm not that young, but
1: I've meditated longer than you've been alive. Let's just keep it that way.
2: Only by two years. I, I should have told you. Oh my god, I'm so old.
0: Yeah. Wow. Well, look, I know we said an hour. We got to be running right up on that. Yeah, we are. I'm telling you.
2: Has it been an hour? One of
0: my favorite episodes. Yeah, this has been great. One of my favorite episodes to date. I appreciate you so much for coming on. Um, I appreciate
2: you guys. Thank you for having me.
3: Where do we see your TV shows? How can we uh, view those?
2: Um, So if you go to dateme.show on Instagram, um, we've been posting about that. When it's released, I believe that will be on Amazon. I, don't I know. Don't, I, don't I don't even know what Instagram,
0: Instagram is. I don't, Instagram. don't even know if they even have. It. I just like, cool how well, to work
2: Well, look. Okay, so when it comes out, <laughs> Sean will share the link with you guys. Okay, it should be fine. on. It should be on Amazon. Um, <laughs> Thank you. Save Rosemary. I'll be in the third film, so I do recommend going back. Um, it's VanillaPalmFilms.com. You can rent it or buy it there. It's pretty cheap to buy. I recommend going back and watching the first two. The second one will actually be released mid-September. The first one was pretty good. I enjoyed it, but yeah, you'll catch me in the third one. All
1: right. I'll see if I can't get an Instagram account going.
2: (laughs) Yeah, send us the information. What?
1: I may need some help. I may need some hand holding on this one. I
2: just, I feel like you should start it, and I'm sure you have good content that you could post, but I just feel like you have a platform with your knowledge of meditation, like That's years of knowledge, experience that you could help so many of your own community. And all you got to do, you know, go live, start with five minutes, start with a minute and just work them through it the same way. You know, the struggles, you understand it. And it's just like, Hey, I do these meditations, check them out. And it's just even every other day or, you know, just a short meditation, something to get people started to learn about it, open their minds. That's what our community needs. They need to realize how much is available to them, all the different tools that they truly have and have them all laid out in front of them. Like, here, try this, try this.
1: Have you seen that? Have you seen Total Recall? The the guy with the mutant baby in his belly, he goes, and the the little baby goes, open your mind. I want to put that in there so bad.
2: Do it, do it, 100%. (laughs) I I like it.
0: And look, while you're at it, while you're telling people how to meditate, maybe you can uh, hypnotize them into hitting that subscribe button right underneath it here. get the subscribe nice button.
1: Nice lead Get
0: alerts. Every time we bring somebody on, we have a new show, you'll be able to hear it and see it instantaneously. It'll come right to your whatever device, phone, and your, your computer.
2: Share it. Share Inbox it. me. Let find me on Instagram at Jesse Strawham. Inbox me. Let me know what you liked about it, what you didn't like. Share your perspective. I want to hear it. I'm here for you guys. Share it. Inbox me. Let's blow this thing up.
1: And, and Jesse, if you get any comments, send those my way so that we can uh we can start uh reading some comments because we definitely respond to all of our voluminous amounts of comments in our show.
0: Yeah, well, we have to pick and choose, obviously. Well, that's I mean, true. So that's
1: true. There are yeah. so many. Yeah,
0: we got we well, got to pick the ones that are that are relevant to what we're doing.
1: Yeah, we discussed All we started started about before started and the Eric. Show. We can't talk about those ones. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why? I had a
0: great time. I had an awesome time. Jesse, really we will have to have you back. I would I'll love be back. For you to come back on.
2: I'm telling what? you, let's do a like let's do a real life one. I could put it on the YouTube series.
0: We can do we, we can, can have we can have the pool, the pool party. Cross we promote can enjoy ourselves.
1: That sounds great.
0: Sounds yeah. fun. I'm in.
2: Kelsey
3: first. <laughs>
0: um again, like we said, he will I think Eric will post all the stuff in the info yes. underneath this video to yes. where you can find Jesse's stuff.
1: Yes. Support yes,
0: everybody. Support. Look, when people are doing good things and and trying to help and and being good people and just just put your support out there. It doesn't it, it doesn't take much. It really doesn't. You know.
1: Um.
0: um so.
2: When will this post?
1: Um, you know what? I'm gonna. <laughs>
3: <laughs> uh, i'm gonna
1: try i'm gonna try to get this posted um next week so i'm gonna okay. i'm gonna see if i can't actually to share it tonight. with
0: you on the instagrams yeah i
2: have two more things then um first things first 50 percent of all profits from the jessiestrawham.com store are going back to wheel with me foundation for the month of september because it's spinal cord injury awareness month second thing I'm giving away a set of Kenda tires every single week in September because it's Spinal Cord Injury Awareness Month. I get an allowance every year and something that allowance gives me the opportunity to do is give back to my community. So I'm going to share my tires with you guys and hopefully give some people some new wheel or tires to roll on, you know? Right
1: nice. oh That doesn't suck. That's awesome. We'll get some, we'll get some more support. These aren't the used ones, right? They're not the ones you've already used. No, Yeah, no. Okay, just making sure. No.
2: No, they let me. um, So I do two giveaways typically a year, uh, one in the spring and then one for Spinal Cord Injury Awareness Month. But the one for Spinal Cord Injury Awareness Month is the big one because I'm giving away a set every single week for the entire month. And if you... If you don't win the giveaway it's okay you can still get 25% off all kind of tires with code Me 25 and that's at kindlewheelchairtires.com
0: Look at that. And I mean last week we talked about devotees you could probably sell those used ones.
2: Yo, <laughs> let me tell you. Look. Raise
1: the money. <laughs> oh, you just oh. opened it up, Sean. You just opened <laughs> it up.
2: <laughs> they take my YouTube videos and put them on Pornhub. <laughs>
1: I love I'm it. Like, oh, they do not.
2: <laughs> you like the leg or you like the leg? <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my God, you're gonna get us on Pornhub, man. I don't know. That might be.
2: would <laughs> be interesting if we got on Pornhub.
1: That'd be a new a one. Viewers, a lot of That'd viewers. New, yep.
2: Hey guys, until next time. Thank you so much. Thank you.
1: Thank you. It was an honor to have you. Um, yeah.
2: Thanks for having
3: being on our show. Yeah.
1: Absolutely. And when, you get, when you get here in December, come come hit us up.
2: Oh, you got to teach me to swim.
1: <laughs> well, we'll work on the not drowning first. How's that?
2: Sound uh, so? Can I wear nose plugs?
1: <laughs> I mean, if you gotta. <laughs> Next, you're going to want goggles. Uh,
2: yeah, The one with the nose thing. <laughs>
1: yeah. Oh yeah. With the snorkel, the, no- the snorkel all the way up. Yeah. Like I suppose you're going to want earplugs too
2: you know you might as well just give me an oxygen tank We're going to you just
1: you just need the whole like helmet don't you yeah
2: <laughs> no i have i have open watered in a swimming pool okay I've done that yeah so I'm not that bad <laughs> <laughs> hey we'll see you guys soon
1: all right take take your swim
0: all right everybody <laughs> from the Paiplegics and miss Jesse strayham thank you And peace. Peace.
3: Bye, guys. Bye, Jesse. Bye. Bye.